in every situation, even the most awful, there are lessons to be learned. And today I'm coming to you really in the thick of it, really in the thick of the most painful and challenging situation I and almost everyone I know have ever been through. And I'm going to give you a quick update on me and my family, but mostly I'm going to share why this has strengthened my resolve and my life's mission through my work. This is HiFam. I'm a Vital. You may or may not know that I live in Israel, and you may or may not know that Israel suffered a heinous, uh, devastating, and horrific attack. Where I live, we were attacked by thousands of missiles, and so my family and I uh, have been running in and out of bomb shelters. But that was just a cover for the truly brutal uh, attack that was happening on the ground, infiltrating into families' homes. There are 200 people who have been taken hostage, um, among them my good friend's son, and there have been many, many losses of life, uh, some of them in such horrendous ways. And as you may know, if you've followed me for a while, I really like to stay on point. I really like to talk about the ideas that I want to share about uh, building a strong family. And I don't ever uh, com comment on current affairs. I don't share news. I don't uh, take political sides. I'm very apolitical. Um, I'm not very journalistic or of the moment. I really advocate for creating our kind of you know, ecosystems and local bubbles and being extremely active and present in our real day-to-day -day lives. The reason I have been sharing this is because this is part of my day-to-day -day life and it's, you know, powerfully impacted me. Everybody I know, uh, my siblings, my parents, all of my friends, uh, all of my neighbors, and send that ripple out further, everyone in the country that I live in, are all shaken to the core, heartbroken, and petrified. We're like really literally in amidst the, the chaos of war at this very moment. My own personal immediate family is safe. We have a lot of soldiers in my family. So we're all, you know, very concerned for their safety. There are a lot of missiles being aimed at our home. When I say our home, I mean the city that we live in, but all over Israel, there have been thousands of rockets fired. And so when I say safe, you know, I think we're safe. Uh, I hope we're safe. We're running in and out of the bomb shelter, which hopefully keeps us safe. But we're very much on edge. We're very, very stressed. And we are, as I say, truly heartbroken. And so I'm speaking to you from within that moment. This isn't a kind of hindsight, you know, learning from the past uh, sharing. But I'm also resolved uh, to continue the work that I do. And so today I actually want to answer one of the most common questions that I've been getting. And if you want a little bit more of, you know, I guess current affairs updates from me, you can get that over on my Instagram at HiFamLife. Although I'm really going to make an effort to shift gears. So I want to share with you what I think you can do right now and why I think this is of relevance to everyone, not only those like me living through war. Here's what I'm seeing around me. I'm seeing families that are in the eye of the storm. 
And some of them are on the verge of complete breakdown. And when you kind of look at what happens to families in extreme situations, you're going to see something come through quite loud and clear. You're going to see that some families grow stronger together. Some families can lean on each other in times of grief and fear. Some families are a source of energy and strength and comfort to each other. And then I see other families that fall apart as a result of extra stresses being placed on them. So a family I know who has a very broken history of broken relationships and of their own types of tragedies and their own types of dysfunction. And through this time, they are fighting a lot. They are stressing each other out further. They are spiking each other's anxiety. So not only are they living through a war and loss and grief, but they are also driving each other crazy, right? Driving each other to, to madness and actually suffering more than they need to. The traumatic event is a given. The question is, will your family culture add to the suffering or serve as a relief from the suffering? I have to say, I have been so incredibly grateful that my family of origin, my, my parents, my siblings, have been a tremendous source of strength and comfort to me during this time. I spent over 10 minutes crying together with my grown brothers, the biggest, strongest, most capable, incredible, and stoic men that I know, completely breaking and falling apart and, and crying for prolonged periods of time because the pain so overwhelming. And somehow, the ability to cry together, the ability to have a shoulder to cry on and to be a shoulder to cry on, is better than the other thing. It's not a joke. Building a strong family is not a joke. It is not just a cute tagline that I slap on my business. It is truly one of the key differentiators in our quality of life whether or not we have these intimate, supportive relationships. Building a strong marriage that can see you through tough times together, stronger together, being there for each other. And I say the same for my relationship with my own children and their relationships with each other. So if you are wondering what you can do right now, take it from me. Yes, there is a place for being up to date on what's happening and seeking out facts and sorting the facts from the fiction. And yes, there is a place for using your voice, using your platform, standing for truth, advocacy, voting and donating. But don't let all of that distract from the far more impactful and harder work that each of us must do in our own homes. Don't let all of that parade itself and seduce you as though somehow scrolling, liking, getting into keyboard warrior arguments online is actually making a big difference in the world or as big a difference as centering ourselves, maintaining our mindsets, as building a strong family culture and deep relationships as establishing meaningful rituals and traditions in our own home life, 
is building a culture of peace and debate and critical thinking and truth-telling and deep human connection in our own homes. If you can turn your attention to build your marriage, to build your relationship with your kids, to build their relationships with each other, if you can turn your attention to running your home, one of the core things that I've been telling myself during this time is you can't afford to fall apart and our community can't afford for you to fall apart. Our our infrastructure, our therapists, our doctors, everyone is strained enough as it is. And so you can't be yet another person that needs help. You need to be one of the helpers. And in order to be able to open my home, to host, to be a listening ear for my friends who are suffering right now, to help them watch their kids or to bake a cake for someone in an act of just kindness and, and, and reaching out for connection, I need to maintain some semblance of sanity. I need to actually show up for my day like I always do, which includes washing my face and making my bed. I need to connect with each of my children and to help them to process their emotions and to come through this uh, perhaps mourning and grieving and sad about what's happened, but not deeply scarred and not traumatized. You see, we can live through traumatic events and yet not be traumatized. And that's what a strong family culture can afford us. A strong family culture can hold us in the times when we need to be held. And when you're part of a strong family culture, you know how to hold others when they need to be held. And so I myself am trying to take this advice to take long periods in the day where I'm putting my phone away, where I'm establishing predictable and reliable routines as much as is possible when sirens are going off and bombs are landing to show up and regulate my own emotions, to be there to help my children to process and to create a sense of normalcy and to reestablish, reinforce, really hold on to our values and the way we wish to live our lives. And I think that is what we can do. And that is enough and that is hard enough. And sometimes it feels like it's such a long game. And sometimes it feels like we'd be so much more effective with all the dopamine rush and the adrenaline of online battles or going out and volunteering and doing X, Y, Z. And, and sometimes those things are great, but they need to be in proportion to our real most important jobs, right? The most important project you'll ever embark on, I believe, most of us is raising our families, is building our marriages, is creating that intergenerational legacy of how we treat people, of how people should treat themselves, of how we live both as individuals and as part of a family and a community. That's the most important project of our lives, our family is. When I think about what all of our soldiers are out there fighting for, what all of us are fighting for, that's what we're fighting for. We're fighting for the meaning that can be found in living out our family culture, in creating strong family bonds, the type of bonds that we would and are dying for. And living through this tragedy, I can tell you that that is so powerful, both for me with my own children and for me with my adult family, with my family of origin, my adult siblings. My sister-in-law came over this week 
and gave my children like two or three hours of play therapy. And I can't tell you how meaningful that was. It was the first time I got to have a few moments to myself and I used it to work out to try and regain some sense of self-care and establish some kind of normalcy. And it helped my children tremendously. And this is the type of support and love that siblings can expect from each other when they grow up with a strong family culture. So we have got a role. We have got a job to do. We need to show up and we need to do the supremely important and powerful and meaningful work of building a strong family. I'll be continuing to show up for you as best as I can during this time. Everything I've ever taught about the fact that we can do hard things, the fact that we are anti-fragile, the fact that mindset is everything, all of these lessons might be coming under a crushing stress test right now, but they are withstanding the weight. These lessons hold up, they hold water, and they are more necessary and powerful now than ever. If you think this message is going to be helpful for other parents who are perhaps struggling and flailing and getting distracted and need to refocus themselves on being there and showing up for their role as a parent with relentless optimism, with absolute commitment, and with a real drive to be the change that we want to see in the world, send them this episode. I'll see you here next time.